Hello and welcome to the Parent Survival Podcast, from surviving to thriving in your household. My name is Gene Schwalen, and with me is my beautiful bride as always, Dr. Sonia Schwalen, pediatric psychologist expert, nationally certified school psychologist, and today we're going to talk about home for the holidays, unwanted guests. No in-laws, if you're listening or watching, I'm not talking <laughs> about you. We're talking about depression, stress, and anxiety, which is really prevalent a lot of times during the holidays. Very good. I like that introduction. Um, so depression, stress, anxiety, and the holidays tend to always go together. And what I like to do is help families and kids really focus on ways to first understand all that, but then remember that we can also have fun during the holidays and we can enjoy the holidays. And even during the pandemic and the way of the world today, we can find ways to um, have some peace and joy as well. Absolutely. And it really comes down to really defining what are the holidays about? What do they mean for you and your family? And what do you want to accomplish during the holidays? So what do we do to um, really focus on the positive? And how do we really uh, help ourselves, which we're really where it starts, and then our kids um, really navigate the holidays to where we can all have lots of fun and, and, and really enjoy the time that's really there for yeah, those are really great questions. So, um, you know, we've been having this conversation a lot lately um, in clinic with our kids and our families. And, you know, my number one recommendation is to first just sit down. And I, I've said this before, but it's, I think, one of my favorite things to say whenever we're, we're talking about our kids is to focus on what you do know, right? Because it's so easy to get anxious and caught up in all the uncertainty and everything that's not going to be the same. And what are we going to do? And, and that's just natural. So it takes a lot of intentionality and forethought to be like, okay, what do we know is going to happen this year? It might be that we know we're not going to um, have the gatherings that we're used to. Or we know that, you know, because of different layoffs that happened because of the pandemic, we might not be spending as much money as we're used to spending. And if you can figure out what you do know about the year and then proactively bring your kids into that conversation of, hey, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas or holidays in general are going to look different this year. These are the things that are going to be different. Yeah. You know, it's like for even for us, I mean, every year we typically go to the Gaylord and, you know, enjoy, you know, the holiday season there for a few days and whatnot. And, and, and we are still uncertain if that's going to even happen. You know, so I think the biggest thing is to really, um, first and foremost, come up with a plan. So when we plan, to, when we fail to plan, we plan to fail, right? And that's really what the holidays can look like. Um, so coming up with a plan and, you know, thinking of some new traditions, some new rituals. Everyone loves, you know, to have something that's new and fun and exciting and communicating that with each other um, can really just eliminate a lot of the stress and anxiety. Um, I think communication, and you're going to be able to back this up clinically in a lot of different ways, but communication with, you know, our spouse. Uh, and also with our children of what the holidays will look like this year and, and how they may be different, but we're going to enjoy time together. And ultimately, that's really what kids want. They want that time together um, where the focus is really just on just having lots of fun as a family. Yeah. And so, again, from the kid's perspective, a child is usually thinking, okay, how does this affect me? <laughs> Tell me what I really need to know, right? And that communication piece is key because I recommend that you have that communication as early as possible. 
So, um, you know, right now, during this time of year, everyone's starting to think about Thanksgiving and their Christmas shopping and the lists and lists of things that they want to do to prepare for the holidays. This is the time to have that conversation with the kids. If, if things are about to be different this year, different than they've ever been before, give your child or children time to process that and, and feel their feelings about it. You know, they may be really sad that they're not going to see their favorite aunt this year or grandma and grandpa can't fly in because of the pandemic or whatever it may be. And it's okay for them to be sad about that or to be uh, worried about it. Just be there with them during those times and give them enough time to process it. So if they need some space, if they need to talk about it or cry about it or they want to, you know, go to bed every night, just discussing it with you let them have that space for a little bit um it's absolutely just necessary to communicate early absolutely uh talking about what we used to do and what we're going to do and 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 again coming up with some creative ways to kind of replace some of the things that may not happen this year um and and when we're talking about um you know just allowing to to feel and to you know um be sad at times and whatnot we also as parents have to be able to do that for ourselves too, because things may be different for us and it may affect us in different ways um, as well. So we have to take the time to also have our feelings and, 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 and take a breather, step back, have some time for ourselves uh, at different times as well. Yeah. And I mean, I would take that one step further when I'm working with families about, you know, just healthy emotional expression and uh, modeling healthy coping skills. I like to tell parents that it's okay to also express your sadness or disappointment about the changes for this upcoming holiday season. Um, It's good for kids to see that we as parents also have feelings. And then the most important thing there is that we as parents have what we need to take care of ourselves. So we have to show our kids, yeah, you know, mom or dad feels sad. And when we feel sad, we talk about it. We go for a walk. We might take some time alone and just um, pray or write about it or whatever it is. But they need to know that we have everything, you know, inside of us. Like we're using our own coping skills to take care of ourselves because we never want to put pressure on our kids to feel like they can't see us upset or they don't want us to be upset because then they also feel like it's up to them to make us happy or make us feel better. So I don't, I don't recommend always putting on a happy face for your child, but I do recommend that if you are going to be real and genuine with your emotions, that you're also very active in showing them how you're going to cope with those emotions. That makes perfect sense. Um, you know, the, the the gift buying and the feeling like you are obligated to buy your kids all these great things to make them happy. Um, you know, you've got nieces and nephews or whatever it may be and, and parents and family members that you also need to buy for. Uh, sometimes that can feel like an obligation. So setting a realistic budget, looking it over and determining what you can spend and what you will spend um, is very, very important because that's where a lot of stress, I mean, the number one stress uh, usually with people is is finance. Uh, that's the number one stress on marriages is finance. Um, so really setting that budget and figuring out ways to, to be creative um, can be very important. And having those conversations with your kids that, you know, some of us have, have, have lost jobs and money's not the same right now and things may be different there. So just having realistic expectations. Your kids may have gotten all these things last year and that may be a norm for them. And so the kids are going to have expectations based on previous years. And so that's going to look different 
that having that conversation many times is going to be very important. Yeah, and I, I mean, I just want to put out there too for families and parents that are worried about this. If they're, if you know, if you're concerned that you're not going to be able to put as many presents under the tree this year, or maybe you don't want to because you know that you'd rather budget for things later, and you're just wanting to be more practical this year and make some changes, um, that's okay. You know, you need to do what feels good. And as you mentioned just a moment ago, kids really want to focus on feelings, you know, fun, like they're going to have fun this year and um, be able to spend time with family and that that togetherness and that joy is still present, even if they don't get presents, you know? Absolutely. And so kids actually are very resilient. Well, that makes me think of a, a, a shirt that Gino used to wear all the time. Um, your present is my presence, you know? It's, yeah. It's really... No, quite funny. And that's it's really funny, but it's true. And that's is. why it's funny, right? So <laughs> um, <laughs> kids are resilient. They'll get over it. It's not really about what's under the tree. It's really about who's around that tree. And I think if you're able to focus on that and, and really highlight that and make that the main priority, this could actually be a really positive shift for many families this year. You know, this could be the way that you set up new traditions. Um, and so you know, I know we're going to talk about that here in a minute, but really creatively brainstorming as a family, like, what are you going to do this year and how can you make it special, even if it's different? Yeah. So let's talk about traditions and, and, and new traditions and what that may look like. So uh, when it comes to, uh, to, to giving gifts um, to our kids and whatnot, one thing that we try to focus on every holiday season is us as a family with our kids giving back to other kids and other and other people in need and that doesn't even have to be buying gifts that could be serving in different ways there's a lot of opportunities that's gonna you know there's always tremendous opportunities to serve in different ways uh in every community um whether it's buying gifts for those in need whether it's uh lending a helping hand delivering food um there's all kinds of ways to to really donate your time and, and everything else and kids really love that and just acts of kindness in general. Um, so, you know, you talked about serving with your time or, or donating things, right? But there's even just get your child to write out or draw a picture or make a card for someone that needs it. Or don't even look outside your home because sometimes we forget that the people inside our home have a need. And there's need everywhere we look. So you can just do a random act of kindness um, by making your brother's bed or helping your mom in the kitchen, asking her if she wants you to unload the dishwasher. Those little things change character and develop people, um, our little people, our little kids into really great adults for, you know, in their future. Absolutely. And, and growing up, some of the traditions that I still remember that are just most dear to my heart um, are, are the times that, I mean, with my mom, we would bake all kinds of cookies and candy, all kinds of different candies and cookies. And we would actually package those up and give them to teachers and friends and other people out there. And we would bake all kinds of things. And, and we would, as kids help, I mean, we'd have all the cookie cutters out making, uh, sugar cookies with all different types of decorations on them and whatnot. I remember making the garland out of the construction paper nonstop and hanging all over the house. Those are fun things that I still remember to this, to this day that kids never forget. And it doesn't take much money to no. do those things either. No, nope. just take some commitment and intentionality and maybe searching the internet or getting on Pinterest and getting some ideas. 
Um, but you're right. Those, those happy memories, those people really remember the way they feel after an interaction versus what was said or what wasn't said. Or what was given or not given. Right, exactly. And so if we're focusing more on just keeping a peaceful and joyful home for the kids during the holidays, no matter what we're doing or not doing, is not really going to be the focus. It's going to be about creating that overall atmosphere of peace and joy. Absolutely. So let's talk about some other traditions. What about uh, going uh, caroling and whatnot in the neighborhood? Yeah, that's an interesting tradition. Like if you're a singing family, go for it. <laughs> um, obviously, while you're social distancing and maybe wearing your mask. Absolutely. <laughs> One thing that I think is also very key with stress, anxiety, depression and whatnot and, and how it just escalates. We see it in clinic. Uh, the numbers escalate as far as people calling in during the holidays. Um, sometimes it's, you know, again, the overwhelming, um, just feeling of having to do all these things or whatnot. Um, sometimes it's really good to, to learn to say, no, we don't have to do everything. We don't have to you know be at every event. Um, we can say no and it's okay. No. And I'm so glad you said that because I think part of the stress this year is, is, um, if you're the family who goes to see someone else and you don't want to this year because you have concerns about coronavirus or, or just risk in general, right? And so um, how to say no, how to have that conversation with your family if you're the one not going to them this year. So that's a really great point. Um, so what I normally recommend is just talk about um, – um, what your plans are and why. Um, tell your family members that you still very much love them, that you're going to miss them. Uh, maybe on that holiday, you can plan some kind of Zoom get together for a little bit so at least everybody can say hello to each other um, and see each other's faces. But it's not necessary to put yourself in a situation that makes you uncomfortable or, or puts you at risk. Absolutely. Um, so when we're dealing with stress and depression, um, what are some tips, some things that we can do to kind of, um, I guess, address that during the holiday season? There's a lot of things, obviously, that the holidays can bring and trigger. Um, and if we're not maintaining, you know, our health and whatnot, how's it going to impact our kids? So what can we do during those times where we feel triggered? I mean, we talk about coping skills all the time, right? And so we want to do everything we can to remain from becoming triggered. So we want to be really proactive. We want to make sure we're still just the basics. You know, we're getting enough sleep and we're eating enough food and drinking enough water. Um, we're getting enough sunlight. I mean, those things are real basic, but they're huge. I mean, if those basics aren't even being met, then we can't really ex expect that we're going to start feeling better. Um and so I always say, let's start with the basics, right? And then if once we get that under control, and we're, we are getting enough sleep, we're eating well, and we're taking care of ourselves, um, then I say do everything you can to prevent from being really isolated this year. Because coronavirus has already isolated us. And the holidays with people not gathering and choosing not to travel can make things even more isolating. And so reaching out for support and making sure you're talking about how you're feeling. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay to say, like, this year kind of sucks, right? I mean, there's so many changes. There's so many differences about it. And nothing's normal anymore. It's fine to say that. You don't have to hide it. You don't have to act like everything's fine. It's okay. We're kind of all in this together. There's no doubt about that. 
Yeah, that's great advice. I mean, sometimes sometimes things just aren't the way that we remember them and whatnot, and it can kind of you know stink for a minute. But um, again, it comes back to setting proper expectations and creating you know new traditions and rituals that we can really um, enjoy and whatnot. So I think it's important as the holidays are fastly approaching that we you know look at our calendars and pick out some days for our kids and plan some things, even if it's staying at home. Again, just you know, getting a calendar with your kids and saying, hey, you know what, let's look at, you know, what day are we going to make cookies? So that way it's not all the madness and craziness and hustle and bustle of doing everything last minute that we can all get caught up in a lot of times, especially with work and everything else being different. Um, you know, just creating a calendar and saying, hey, on this day, let's do this. And what would you guys like to do? And, and let the kids also have some uh, uh, some part in, you know, picking some activities and things they would really love and appreciate this year when things may be a little bit different. Yeah. I love it. Those are all wonderful ideas and just thinking about creative ways to make this an awesome holiday season, even if it's going to look different. Well, sounds great. Dr. Schwinn, I really appreciate you being here with me as always and uh, home for the holidays. Again, it's not about, you know, where you're at or what you're doing. It's really more importantly about who you're with and join that time together um, so we hope everyone stay safe. If you do have any questions or needs during the holiday season, please reach out to a professional. We are always here to help you and assist you as well with any questions. Um, but uh, we look forward to seeing you again next week, and y'all have a great afternoon. God bless.